0: This is Masonic Muscle where we explore the mysterious origins, history, traditions and symbols of Freemasonry while at the same time encouraging you brethren to increase your level of fitness 1 degree at a time progressively increasing the resistance because Freemasonry is a progressive science. We give you more light but no light weights. Have you been reading your cipher and your ciphers brethren and officers of the lodge if not why not have you been strengthening your masonic knowledge base with some good research some study some memory work and stimulating and open conversations this is how we get it done and in the old days when there was no cipher and it was all mouth to ear it was more intense there was more learning, probably. It's more challenging. And this caused the the true mentor and new uh, and new candidate, that that relationship to to get stronger and you get to know that person and conversation started. Hopefully, that brother was knowledgeable in some areas of Freemasonry where questions could be asked, conversations could be had. And the exploration begins. And finally, have you been making exercise the cornerstone of your daily routine? If you haven't, why not? What are you waiting for? Get at it. I'm going to read another email right now. This one is from uh, Brett Simon out of Chicago. How about that? He says... Hey, good evening. My name is Brett, and I live in a suburb of Chicago. I've been with Barrington Lodge number 552 since 2018. All right. Shout out to Barrington Lodge brethren out there. Good on you, Brett. He continues, I just wanted to reach out and say, great job with the podcast. Your show has its unique thing, and I think it's great. As an overweight guy trying to change that, I found your podcast at a great time in life. Since my second daughter I was, uh, was born, I've gained weight and have lost my way with health and exercise. During this time, I joined a lodge and am deep diving into Masonic books and podcasts. I'm glad that, you have, that you're giving me a brotherly slap in the face to make health important again. You're absolutely right. Have a good one and keep it up. I'll let you know how I do with weight loss and exercise. I happen to be reading Wilmhurst, Meaning of Masonry now. Be good. <clears throat> Brett, thank you for that. Brett out of Illinois and the Meaning of Masonry. Yeah, that was one of my first books that I ever read. And it had a, uh, a deep impression. It left a deep impression. It had a, a big impact on me. And you know, back in uh, 1995, I think when I found that book, and I read it. I, I I didn't really have any other context of Freemasonry, and so I believed that, you, you know, uh, that that's how Freemasonry. That's what you're going to be studying in the lodge. Like if you joined, if you ever joined, you were going to be getting deeper into a lot of what Wilmhurst said. And I wish, I wish we did. I wish more lodges do would do that, because his his spiritual interpretation of Freemasonry and and the practices and then, you know, ended up creating the Lodge of Living Stones, uh, which is a spiritual Freemasonry, which uh, Christopher Earnshaw and I uh, discussed briefly, you know, it got created due to that book and due to Wilmhurst's research, because a lot of men joining the craft are looking for a, a spiritual type of experience uh, in Freemasonry in the first, second, and third degrees. And he definitely gives you that, uh, without a doubt, once again, thank you, Brett, for that email. Thank you for the words of encouragement. I appreciate it. And we got to keep at it, right? we got to keep our bodies in motion. Just like Jacqueline said, our, our bodies are not like a car, a car. The more you use it, the more it begins to break down. So you got to preserve it and you got to just keep it parked and that'll help you preserve that car. Our bodies are not like that. Our bodies, you have to use them. You have to put it in motion in order for the, the blood to circulate and the, and the muscles and the ligaments and the tendons all to be in good working order. So remember that. It's, it's in reverse. I'm going to be reading an article today called The Essentials of Freedoms. And I want you to listen closely to what this brother had to say. It's by Charles G. Reigner out of baltimore maryland and i'm going to read it first and then i'm going to uh, tell you when this was written because it was very timely as i was doing some research looking for some good stuff to share with you all and i believe this is going to be right up our alley he says every thoughtful freemasonry knows how strongly freemasonry emphasizes the transcendent importance of freedom Freedom of the mind from every kind of political and ecclesiastical tyranny. Civil and religious freedom must go hand in hand, says Albert Pike in Morals and Dogma. There is no harder problem, he continues, than to perfect and perpetuate free government by the people themselves. Free government grows slowly, like the individual human faculties, and like the forest trees, it grows from the inner heart outward. Liberty is easily lost. As well by the non user as by the misuser. The phrase, the American way of life, has been much bandied about. It means pretty much what the individual writer or speaker wants it to mean. As a distinctive way of life, we can, however, indicate certain of its characteristics. All those characteristics are irrevocably tied up with, with freedom. In the first place, the American way of life certainly implies political freedom—freedom freedom to vote on public issues, freedom to discuss those issues in public gatherings, in the press, over the radio, and through the motion picture. That's not what we've been seeing lately, right? We've been we've been uh, victims of censorship all over the place. And but this this man, this brother, is saying the opposite. Pay attention, brethren. In the communistic way of life, there is no such freedom. Speakers, rights, teachers, public officials all must follow the party line that is laid down from above. In countries where communism holds sway, there are no public gatherings when men may freely discuss the issues that confront them. The press, the radio, the motion picture are but pawns in the evil game of a false propaganda. Elections are controlled and are a farce. The difficulty with us in America is that too many people construe political freedom as freedom from the responsibilities of citizenship. They do not take the time and trouble even to vote in elections. Over and over again, it has been shown that candidates for office are elected by a small minority of the voters. The rest are wholly apathetic to the issue of the hour. That way lies danger. Certainly, one of the objectives of Freemasonry is to emphasize the importance of every citizen exercising the prerogative of the ballot box. Second, the way of life means economic freedom. The freedom to work and to participate in organizations and discussions which deal with working and living conditions. Nowhere in communistic countries does that kind of freedom exist nowhere in such countries men women and children are driven and regimented by an all powerful state again this aspect of freedom does not mean freedom from work men without duties to do says pike are like trees planted on precipices from the roots of which all earth has crumbled nature scorns the man who sits screened from work yet there are men who pride themselves that they and theirs have done no work time out of mind so neither have the swine there is a perennial nobleness and even sacredness in work there is always hope in a man who actually and earnestly works and idleness alone is their perpetual despair man perfects himself by working the atmosphere of freedom is always favorable to work indeed effective work can only be done when men are free to choose the work through which they can best serve their day and generation. Uh, Yes, yes. Third, the American way of life implies social freedom. That is, freedom from oppression based on false theories of superiority or inferiority. The whole doctrine of Nordic superiority, of which we heard so much a decade ago, is as false as, as it is vicious. There is no such thing in the scheme of nature as a race of supermen. It was that assumption of racial superiority that lay at the root of the pestilence, which lately covered the earth. Before the law, whether human or divine, we are all equal. To the degree that the principles of equality is not acted upon, to that degree also is freedom transgressed and the American way of life nullified. It is not without significance that the great watchwords of Freemasonry are liberty, equality, and fraternity. Long, long ago, says Pike, a voice in the inconsiderable Roman province of Judea proclaimed a new gospel, a new God's word to crushed suffering, bleeding humanity, liberty of thought, equality of all men in the eye of God, universal fraternity. A new doctrine, but only the old primitive truth uttered once again. Finally, the American way of life means religious freedom. Freedom to worship with complete separation of church and state. Karl Marx said that religion is the opiate of the people. Everywhere in communism communism belittles religion and religious persuasion. Its concepts of life is wholly materialistic. But political tyranny is no worse than its effect than is is ecclesiastical tyranny. Wherever throughout the earth ecclesiasticism has gained the upper hand, there too is Freemasonry driven underground and the lot of the common people reduced to the most abject wretchedness. Freemasonry, as well as the American way of life, insists upon complete equality and freedom in matters of conscience. It takes a firm stand against any attempt anywhere to bring the minds of men under the despotism of any ecclesiastical system. It utterly rejects all claims of infallibility. It labors everywhere for a recognition of an overruling providence in human affairs. It insists that every man shall have the irrevocable right to make his own interpretation of God, to worship him as sees fit without the intervention of any other man or of any institution. To seek to subjugate the will of others and take the soul captive, remarks Pike, seems to be the highest object of the human ambition. That desire to subjugate men is at the bottom of all despotism and all tyrannies, political and ecclesiastical. Too often we take political freedom, economic freedom, social freedom, and religious freedom for granted. Those freedoms were won for us by blood, sweat, toil, and tears. They lie at the very foundation of everything that we hold dear. Everything that we hope to be here in America. To the preservation of those freedoms, Freemasons are extremely committed. Unremitting effort, struggle, battle are the price, which the preservation of freedom everywhere entails. Life is a battle. And to fight that battle heroically, as well as the great purpose of every man's existence, who is worthy and fit to live at all only free men as Freemasons, Freemasonry insists over and over again really live now I read it to you because it caught my attention as I said earlier because uh, as I was searching through uh, my my records and my uh, files and and uh, all the information that i have at the house i came upon this article and as you might have guessed by now if you're paying attention to some of the allusions it made and it, it, this is written right after world war ii 1948 may and this is from the Philalethes magazine back then that's when this article was written and you can you can um surmise a lot of parallels that are happening now give me a minute here Mm. oh yeah a lot of parallels that are happening right now all over the world uh, with the way governments are acting and, and stifling our freedoms stifling our our right to speak our right to have conversations our right to disagree with you without being labeled a, now it's a, it's a terrorist, um, as in Canada is, is happening, and we're all watching. We don't have all the information, but there's enough people out there with cell phones and, and cameras, and they're, they're capturing a lot of this stuff, and it's contradicting what we're being shown on the mainstream media. And what it is, some of it is a, a straight oppression of your own opinion. And anything you say all of a sudden gets label, labeled a certain way. And now, you know, they, they, they shut you up. This magazine, this article is calling back that, hey, no, we, we have the right. And we, we as Americans, even back then, they were, they were facing some, something similar. But they fought for theirs and they got it. So that is the article on Freemasonry for this episode. Now, let's move on to a uh, some exercise here. Uh, and I'm going to read an article from Brooks Cubic, dinosaur training guy. Yeah. If you haven't got on his website, check it out. He's got some really great stuff. But this was written right after valentine's or four valentine's i believe and it was real quick but the name of the article is the music or no music question when you're working out i believe and we as freemasonry uh, freemasons we are introduced to the seven liberal arts and sciences and one of them is music right so let's let's talk about music and weightlifting at the same time And he says here, he says, uh, let's start off with a quick PSA. And, you know, it's Valentine's Day. Don't forget. You will be in a world of hurt if you forget. And for those of you who forgot, you know what he's talking about. So I hope you didn't forget. And now let's talk about music and training. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, Brooks. I received quite a few replies to my question about whether you like to listen to music while you train. And if so, what kind of music you like? So I thought I'd summarize the results for you right now. Things stand as follows. Like music, 44%. Like silence, 56%. In other words, it's almost 50 50 with the small edge of the dinos who prefer to train in silence. For those who like music, we have the following data and a clear winner for those uh, that like the music in gym, 17%, like uh, their own music, 83%. As for the type of music that dinos prefer, we have another clear winner, hard rock, heavy metal, 83%. ACDC was the most popular of all, based on your responses. Classical opera, 17%. What the? F- classical opera? you are weightlifting? What the hell? <laughs> Well, I guess guess. some other interesting observations, a fair percentage of our dinos are musicians, some of whom prefer to train in silence, and some of whom prefer music when they train. Those who don't like music tend to really not like it. The responses were very strong on this. Some of them almost scorched my eyeballs when I read them. Some of you use music to get you pumped up and motivated to train and others use music to block out background noises. Several older dinos noted that they'd like to listen to music when they were younger trainees, but now they prefer to train in silence. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, uh, that happens to me as that's, that's been happening to me. And, uh, or I prefer to listen to an audio book or something like that, or a podcast while I, while I work out. Several dinos noted that they are fine with or prefer music when they do any kind of cardio work, running, hiking, rocking, etc., but prefer silence when they do heavy lifting. Several dinos noted that they hate piped-in music at a gym, but like to train to their own music. Movie soundtracks are popular, stuff like Rocky films, Gladiator, etc. No one mentioned liking military marches, which was surprising after all, they are intended to get your adrenaline going, and you are supposed to move to them. No one mentioned doing what Trudy once did: quit a, a quiet a gym because the manager sat there listening to music she hated. In her defense, when she asked if uh, he could play something else, he responded by turning up the volume. So quitting the place was a good move. Oh, quitting! I'm sorry, not quieting. It's quitting. All in all, an interesting question and an interesting discussion for. Our- uh, thanks for all of your great responses. As always, thanks for reading and have a great day. If you train a day, make it a good one, and that's that's true. That's true, gentlemen. I mean, if you're going to train, make it a good one. And even if you're going to train, you know, light or medium, have a make it a good one. You know, get a good sweat going, get a good pump going. Uh, you know, get get your heart rate up. And your mind begins to clear, you know, after you have a good run, after you have a good walk, you're hiking, you know, you're in or you're a good weightlifting session, your, your mind tends to clear and you and you uh, begin to be able to, to deal with whatever stressful situation you might have been dealing with. And we're all dealing with stressful situations right now with the way everybody's acting and what we're hearing on the news, or if you even have cable, you know, hopefully not. You just turn that thing off and, and no more news for you, right? No more stress, but uh, your, your mind tends to, uh, you know, get clear and you can think clearly and have uh, sometimes a lot of inspiration. Well, brethren, thank you for joining me today. That concludes this episode. And as always, this is Masonic Muscle. And this has been another exercise in critical thinking and speculation. Challenge you all to question, question, question everything, gentlemen. Stay strong. Take care of your health. Eat well. Exercise. Spend time with your family, friends, relatives, and neighbors. Stick together. Stay united. And remember... If you do not, as a mason, contribute to the common stock of knowledge and understanding, you, my brother, may be deemed a drone in the hive of nature, a useless member of society, and unworthy of our protection as a mason. This has been Masonic Muscle. Peace out.